This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's take a look at some other stuff real quickly before we go. Dan, Nikhil Harry activated. I don't know if that means Amir Smith-Marset is not going to be part of the uh, active roster on Thursday night. What? Uh, what? Do you, how do you interpret that? Yeah, certainly notable, right, to, to activate Nikhil Harry off of injured reserve. I'm very interested to see what the, the coaching staff's plans are for this because when you have a guy who's missed as much practice time as Nikhil Harry has missed and you go into a week where there really aren't any practices, it's hard to develop timing and feel within an offense. And so I still have a bit of a curiosity on whether this is an activation of Nikhil Harry for gamesmanship reasons and the and the goal is to uh, turn him loose to to play against the, the Patriots the following week we'll see obviously when when you when you're limited in talent and depth you've got to get uh urgent at certain points and so maybe there is an urgency to get Nikhil Harry back in the mix and and to trust his his veteran uh experience to to help you out and so maybe he will play on Thursday night and and give the Bears something in the passing game and something in the receiving core that they haven't had again it's not a a a magic pill but 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 certainly it's a, a move in the right direction and 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 look it's another guy down in the red zone that can help help you hopefully he can he can make some plays because the bears took a, a very low risk gamble on Nikhil harry when they traded for him yeah and there's no urgency to see smith marset again ever right. and right. there's no urgency to see dante pettis again ever right. so you have guys who are replaceable why not see what harry has if he's healthy work him into the mix and by the way luke getsy i i i know we can resume the honeymoon if you want but get Bayless Jones Jr., more than three snaps, please. In some way, form, or fashion, find out a way to use an athlete who has his skill set. Yeah, I mean, listen, you talk about special, that, that speed sweep touchdown is special, right? It's explosion, right. Right. it's vision, it's it's toughness at the goal line to get across the, the plane there. Uh, that's why they drafted Bayless Jones, to be a spark, right? And now, they, now you've got to figure out how to spark that a few times per game. Okay, Matt Eberflus indicated when asked about the offensive line. He seemed to think that when Cody Whitehair came back that Lucas Patrick would be playing center. But I didn't get the sense that that's going to happen until Whitehair returns. That's going to be a a while still, Dan. So what do you expect the offensive line to look like Thursday night against the commanders? Well, super observation by you in in listening to the very detailed phrasing that Matt Eberflus used on Monday. And he said, look, we told you all along that we're trying to identify our best five. And when Cody Whitehair comes back, we'll have our best five, right? And and, and it was an indication that Lucas Patrick would, would be your center at that point and Cody would be playing left guard and you'd have everything sort of established at that point. Uh, I, I am still of the, the belief that they're going to keep things 
the way it was last week. And I know the, the Sam Mustafer vocal critic crowd is going to be displeased with that going into a game against a, a commander's team where, where Jonathan Allen can do some things to, to really mess you up inside there. Uh, and so look like you, you've got to figure out a way to solidify that. I do think their pass pro was pretty good overall in Minnesota and they've got to build on that, but I would expect the, the line to stay status quo and that they're really waiting for Cody's return to move Lucas back into the role where he can snap the football inside. See, I'm getting pretty fluent and flucy. I would think. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, would, uh, I speak definitely. Flucy fluency. There we go. That's hard to say. <laughs> All right. A couple of things before we get to our predictions. Um, I do think that the Guardians, this is a pretty good story that I'm sure that maybe the, on the Amazon broadcast they will focus on because it's, it's fantastic. Brian Robinson Jr. was shot in the leg twice six weeks ago during a robbery attempt, made his NFL debut last Sunday. And, Dan, I mean, when you think about how far he has come, uh, I, I don't care if he doesn't play much at all on Thursday night. If he's on the field, if he's active, that is deserving. I will tell fans how to act in that case. Give this man, a, a young man, a round of applause. Yeah, and look, like even before that incident occurred, the commanders felt very strongly about what this kid's future in this league could be. The so Bears have to be very aware of, of uh, the kind of talent he has and what he can do to spark a commander's offense that needs a spark. Uh, but to your point, Super story, really cool to see the, the 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 speed of the recovery, right, and the ability to get back into an NFL football game and to be able to play last week. I had to be a special moment for him, given everything he's experienced. And it isn't going to be an NFL football game, which means that they're actually going to be tackling each other, which means the quarterback will be in harm's way. What say you about the direction this is going with all these ridiculous roughing the passer penalties? Carl Sheffers, Jerome Boger. Holy moly. I, I can't even read the pool report stuff with a straight face because it's just a, a lacking common sense. There's a, a number put out there this morning that the, the, the number of roughing the passer penalties has actually dipped quite significantly in 2022. And so th- to the large extent, most of the officials understand that they were over, sled- over legislating it in 2021 and maybe being a little bit too harsh with the way a 300 pound man can contort his body at the last second of a tackle. Uh, these two this weekend were egregious. I, I, I mean, poor Grady Jarrett, poor Chris Jones, the one in, in Tampa, uh, an absolute joke. I don't know what Grady Jarrett is supposed to do. He didn't land on him. He flung Tom Brady to the ground. I, I, I just have no idea how you're supposed to tackle a quarterback. And then Monday night, David, the Chris Jones one, uh, an absolute joke because the ball is out and he's trying to recover a football with a football one arm. Play. That was a fumble. Yeah, at, at, the, at bare minimum, they have to change that rule to make that penalty a post-possession penalty, right? Like give give the Chiefs the football and then back them up 15 yards if you're going to do that. But the idea that, that that play was negated because of that, I mean, just it, just mind-blowing stuff. And I, I'd have to imagine that some of the big dudes in the Chicago Bears locker room at Hell's Hall are going to have some opinions on this as this week goes along. Quick opinion on this. Since Tua with the concussion fiasco in Miami, I think – there has been heightened awareness and there was an overreaction to protecting the quarterback. But I do go back to my criticism the day after along with a lot of others. We said, well, if you're going to, you should err on the side of caution. Well, these were errors on the side of caution, but nobody denies they were errors. I think they overcompensated. Sometimes that happens. There was an overreaction uh, to an underreaction. You know what I mean? So that sometimes now you got to find a middle ground. I like Chris Jones's idea of making it a, a reviewable play, have somebody in the booth with the benefit of perspective, because in real time, 
those referees, those officials, it's happening. It's in front of them, but it, you benefit from taking a look. It may lengthen the game, but it might be worth it given all that is at stake. You want to protect the quarterback, but you also have to apply common sense from a football perspective. Well, look, it, it took away the Atlanta Falcons' uh, chances of, of winning that football game. The Chiefs obviously were able to to overcome, and they've got a, a guy playing quarterback for them who's pretty special at coming back from double-digit deficits. Uh, but, yeah, look, like the, the, the results of games hinge – on moments like that. And you better be really careful about how willing you are to impact the results of games with calls that aren't obvious. And those two were, those two were a travesty. All right, let's close out with our predictions. Okay, Dan, I don't think this is that hard for me to call. Bears, I think, are favored in Vegas by one. Started out, they were underdogs by one. It is a pick them. You get three for staying home. I think that they come into this game with a little bit more momentum. This is another beatable opponent. I like the fact that the Bears might be uh, ready to have a cleaner game again. No delay game penalties before the first snap. I think that Justin Fields has another above-average game that we will probably find it will be uh, exaggerated in Chicago perhaps. Let's hope that's the case. Defensively, I don't think this is as great of a challenge as – they have faced in recent weeks. I think Carson Wentz will throw you the football or turn it over in the pocket. And uh, the the key is you have to keep those receivers in front of you. Jalen Johnson returning will help against this passing game. Don't give up the big play. Justin Jefferson caught 12 passes, but only averaged 12.8 yards per reception. You don't want that to happen, but keep it in front of you. I think the Bears win 24 to 20. I hate everything about having to predict this game. I don't know which team is worse. I don't know which team is going to be sloppier. I don't know which team can handle the short week better. You give the Bears an advantage for staying home. But ultimately, I think there are going to be a a couple mistakes that prove catastrophic to the Bears. This is going to be a a, a tough thing to throw out there. But I've got Commanders 22, Bears 20, and us waking up on Friday doing a post-game reaction pod that's going to be significantly different. And I, I, I hate this. I hate predicting this game because it's not it's not a game where you look at the strengths right you say which team's weaknesses are going to be more glaring and I think that the, that the Bears might be a little bit more glaring I, I, you know I look at the, the commander's defense not great but they're top five and third down efficiency they're pretty good versus the run they can do some things to make you a little bit uncomfortable and now it's up to, to Justin Fields and the Bears offense to rise above that I'm not sure they have enough to do it on a short week Interesting. I hope that it's a good enough game quality wise that Al Michaels is not complaining about it by the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth quarter. 